All right, welcome back to the Feeling the Blues podcast, and we're here to talk today real quick about Yellow Dog Cafe and Bar located in Warden, Illinois. Delicious food, great prices, 4.6 rating on Google, can't get much better than that. Delicious, delicious, delicious. Now, moving on to Blues hockey, boys. How we been? It's been a while, hasn't <laughs> it's it? It's been so long. It has been a long time. Yeah, quite a bit, yeah. And we are right into the season. Hell yeah. Yeah. Definitely feeling the blues. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aside from currently, uh, shit, the, the game we just had, it's been distraught and disappointment. Yes. I'd say. Um, I'd just like to add, Eric. If you ever try to be funny again, just stop that, okay? <laughs> and, yeah, you're the analytic guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll remember that. <laughs> now we are in fact missing Nate for tonight's podcast because he has shoot. Oh. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Prior engagements. I love how we can shit on him even when he isn't here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's the kind guy. of guy he is. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> rough start. <laughs> we, right, let's move on we, here. Much like the Blues, we've had a rough start to this podcast. Now, obviously, I don't think the season so far has gone near what anyone was expecting or wanting. Oh, God, no. No. Granted, we are, like, six games in, but this is, like... Our job is to analyze what we're doing. It's not this is classic Blues scenario mm-hmm. of, like, hey, we're going to be good this year, but we're not. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Kyle. How the Blues are. I mean, it's it's going to take a while, a little bit for them to get used to each other. It's a com- pretty much completely new team That's for the most some, part. Yeah, yeah. going to be some growing pains, definitely. I think uh, what was not great was the perception of Jake Allen at the beginning of the season. Definitely. Because co- going into the season, that was like the big question mark with everyone's minds was like is jake allen gonna be good and like he hasn't been absolutely 100 percent perfect so everyone's like oh okay he's shit get get rid of him <laughs> i i tweeted a couple weeks ago follow me on twitter at legit eric uh that there, there doesn't seem to be a healthy middle with opinions on jake allen it's either he you see him make a ton of great saves and you're like oh my god the team needs him the team is nothing with jake allen or he lets in a couple soft goals and you're like trade this piece of shit oh we need someone new there why can't we just accept that he's gonna be good sometimes he's not gonna be great other times but he's our starter and that's that and i think early on in the season it had the same problem we had carried over from seasons past jake allen not playing his best but at the same time us not scoring enough goals at all so everyone looks towards jake allen as the problem when really we weren't scoring enough for him absolutely and joel edmondson was out for a good part of this season and he very well proved that he is a huge part of the defense scoring and honestly when when he's in there and said person is out i'm gonna address that in a moment not at the moment but Okay, let's address it. <laughs> yeah. Jay Bomeister was Bo a healthy Meester. scratch tonight, and it was the best decision Mike Hill has made we, yet this year. <laughs> we took the most offensively talented team in the league and shut them down to one goal. Can we please address that? And about and less than 25 shots. The St. Louis Blues did that. Without Jay Bomeister. Without Jay Bomeister. The pen shut him out. Eric, Eric. Hey, hey, Eric, hey, Eric. hey, hey. What, Kyle? Piss off. <laughs> Okay. Eric, I just want to say you kind of look like Jay Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I, I didn't want to do you like that. Isn't he like 40? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think he got drafted in like 2001. 
But then again, he's Ste- a third Steiner. overall pick, son. But then again, Steiner got drafted in 2002. <laughs> so. Imagine drafting Jay Bomeister third overall. <laughs> oh God, we're looking him up right now. Oh God, that's just. <laughs> oh, I know no. looks like Eric. No, Damn. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely Damn. see it. I can definitely see it. Oh God. You know, we really didn't have to do do that. To <laughs> yeah, me. we really don't because not only can no one see what the hell we're talking about. No yeah, one's no. ever seen Eric either, so no comparison whatsoever. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's wearing glasses. <laughs> He's wearing glasses. You asshole. <laughs> what the shit? Oh, he kind of looks like you Dude, with glasses on. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Now that's stretching it. That's definitely not him. What's going on here? All right. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Damn. All right. Let's, let's call him. Okay. So, honestly. <sighs> Talking I, about Jake Allen being the scapegoat, someone I think – uh, deserves a bit more criticism is Mike Yo, because mm-hmm. I mean, how you don't have a team with Vladimir Tarasenko and Jaden Schwartz and Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron and Braden Shen. Braden Shen, how you don't have them scoring on a regular basis in the NHL every night is beyond me. What do you think is the problem? Because you can't just say Yo, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just food for thought. What do you think? I, one thing I am uh, go back to, the Vince Dunn couple games, he was a scratch. Questionable. Quest, very questionable. The first one, okay, I get it. He had a rough start to the season, second year pro. Give him a game off, let him figure it out, and bring him back. But in the situation the team was in at the time, and given that uh, Bortuzzo was not playing nearly to the level as he should be, it it didn't make much sense. I get it if it's sort of in the middle of the season and there's you you have other guys proven they can step into the lineup, but a team struggling early, you don't throw a random defenseman back there and hope for the best in Yerabek. Y- who him and Bortuzzo, which was a god awful defensive pair that night. Yeah, I, I don't even know who Yerabek is. Is that the guy we just picked up? Yeah. Yeah. He's like 30, but he's only like his second year in the NHL. Mm, yeah, it's it's not the time to do it. And another thing that I is, think is very questionable is the scratching of Robert Thomas. Now the actual like scratching him, I I think is warranted because he hasn't outplayed Blay, he hasn't outplayed Cairo, he hasn't played outplayed Barbashev. But the reason for scratching him is that he lacked confidence. How do you expect a guy to go out and play with confidence if you just gave him a healthy scratch? And also, I definitely think the best time to not scratch him to get his confidence back is when he, when we're playing in Toronto, which is his hometown. Yeah. So why why wouldn't you just play him then? If you were going, we're going to play him at some point. We're not going to send him down anytime soon, or so I think. So why not? Toronto. Well, yeah. obviously it turned out for the better, but I don't think it's just because of that one reason. Another Wait. another thing I bring up is that five to one win we had, we we were up by that much, five or so minutes left in the game, and Robert Thomas is still getting fourth line minutes. Mm-hmm. We've we've got this in the bag. Let him make his mistakes during that time, and show have him show you what he's got. If if that's not the time to let your rookies kind of run free, I don't know what is. I agree. Now, you brought up rookies. What other rookies do you like? What other rookies do you have opinions on? Uh, Jordan Cairo, I think, has been very good. He's got great speed, and he's got great vision. I don't see him going down any time at all. I think he's going to be on the team permanently from here on out. 
I could see him going down to the AHL just to polish some things up if he gets, you know, that kind of rough start. This is his first year playing pro hockey at all. Yeah. He's only 20. So I could definitely see a stretch where he, you know, doesn't play well, especially with Zach Sanford now coming up. I could see Kairou maybe in the middle of the season or so go down to the AHL, get his stuff kind of figured out, and we could see him coming back up. Uh, I think Sammy Belay has looked really good. Oh, yeah. Especially after last year when it was like, oh, maybe he's on the team, maybe he isn't. This year, they definitely he's solidified a spot. He's definitely turning that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think someone who's very underrated right now is Ivan Barbashev. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's been yes. so good in his role. He's been a great penalty killer. Uh, he's great on the forecheck. Everything. Special <laughs> teams, he dominates. And anything you task him with, he does to the best of his ability, and yeah. he's always skating. He's always going 100%, it's, and that's what I love to see. It's the Ivan Barbashev we saw two years ago. Yes. Not last year when he was, you know, what happened. It's mm-hmm. two years ago, Barbashev is on this team, and yeah. he's staying. So, David Perron. She's going to say David Perron. She's going to talk about him. Yeah. I mean – I'm happy he's back, obviously, and I definitely think he's out to prove that he, you know, I, I, I really like this version of David. David, David Perron, Perron yes. is a changed man. He Vegas is, did him so well. He is he is mm-hmm. not that David Perron we drafted. Yeah. He is a much better version of David Perron. Hashtag man rocket. I was afraid when he came I back. Say, I'd say so. I was afraid when he came back with a decent contract that he did. I thought he was just going to slow down his play. He was like, oh, I'm back in St. Louis. They're not going to let me go another time. I was afraid of that, but he has proved me wrong multitudes. He is coming out flying. He's working his moves. He's doing whatever he can to help the team, and I really appreciate it. it. Yeah, definitely accepting his starting role as that third liner with Bozak and definitely proved that he's still good enough to be a top six player in the league and on this team, especially with how deep we've gotten. Now, obviously, some new players as well. Bozak, you mentioned there. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, I mean, he's been quiet, but I think that's just the type, the type of player he is. He's, I think, later in the year, come playoff time, that's when he's going to shine. That's when it's going to be super reliable to have a good, quiet, steady third-line center on your team that you can go deep into the playoffs with. Definitely. If if you need a number one PK or PK guy, and he's got power play time too, he's mm-hmm. looked really well. He's never done anything mul- tremendously bad. He's always consistently good. He's never been you know the shining star of the team, but we didn't we didn't bring him in to be the shining. Yeah, he star. doesn't need to be, and he, he never need has be. needed to be. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that you don't really notice out there because he does like the little things right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, so. I think we can appreciate that. Yeah. Now, another new center we have is, of course, Ryan O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on him? <laughs> I mean, he's coming here, and he's done exactly what we needed him to do, and that's win faceoffs. Hell yeah. What, what was he, like 87% or something? It's yeah. it's does, nuts. Does he still lead the league in faceoff wins? I think the Probably. Blues might win the white, uh, lead the league in faceoff wins. Probably. Now, we've, we've lost a lot of games, yes, but I think in all those but games. Hey, we got face-off wins. <laughs> well, that's all the What I'm saying is. <laughs> Sorry, dicks, <laughs> What I'm saying is when you put the. Okay, to, so to start off a play, when you put. God bless America. Can I speak? <laughs> <laughs> when you put the puck in places to make plays, 
it helps to have the puck to start out with. So obviously, if you win the faceoff, you get. Can we talk about Ryan O'Reilly's stick blade for a second? Have you seen that thing? No. No. Oh my god! It's got like this weird like toe thing at the end where it's like like a regular curve, and then it like cuts in at if the it helps toe. win face-offs that's yeah, all it's I, like it's the weirdest it's very like, look it really? up so weird look it up right now <laughs> what if there's just like a like a whole no section? one told you to speak i told you <laughs> to look it up fuck you <laughs> how did i never know about his blade being like this because yeah, darren I, pang hasn't talked about it yet you're right he hasn't <laughs> talked about it enough <laughs> yeah good point <laughs> no, I, get, I, I get wait, all wait, my, wait, wait. I, I get all my news from darren pang <laughs> i actually have a question though like so we're talking about new blues here like Pat Maroon, is he from St. Louis? Um, I'm not sure because I was only told fifteen thousand <laughs> times when no, I yeah. went to opening night. Yeah, because they don't say like anything about it ever, dude. <laughs> like it's it's There's so annoying. Go to that one of him. Uh, I can see right what there. you mean. Top right, top right, there, left. That one. Oh yeah, definitely. That's yeah, got a, you can that's see. That's got it. a weird little hook on there. It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I guess it works for him though. What a man, by the way, doesn't even wear a visor. Yeah, that's tough. That's oh, yeah. you know, if you don't wear a visor in today's game, ballsy. that is tough. That's fucking sick, dude. And I that, wear that helmet too, bro. I have that like 4,500? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, everyone Solid. on the Blues has a 4,500 It's helmet. one of the dude, sickest they're, they're helmets the best out there. I just know. I was looking. so comfortable, too. Everyone has one. Yeah, we don't know if they, like, actually have, have that kind of helmet, though. Because there's tons of stuff where it's, like, a different... <laughs> There are so many, like, with sticks. You, you they call just, me a liar, you piece of shit. Yeah, up. in front of all these people. <laughs> all 33 people all listening th- right now. Min- minus us four. <laughs> 31. And my dad. <laughs> I'll keep leaving him in there. But yeah, like for, like, for sticks, they have players use, like, completely different type of sticks, but they just smack, like, whatever new stick is out, like, logo on it. So people will buy it. So they can, like, do the thing when you're in, like, total hockey. And it's like, yeah. whoa, this is a Sidney Crosby stick. <laughs> the Sidney Crosby yeah, I got to buy it so I can be Sidney Crosby. Now, who I think. I'll just stop talking, all right? I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. I looked at you to so you could repeat all it. Right, but all right. I guess instead you can. Of, instead of this bickering, I think one person who really shines out to me on this new, this quote-unquote new Blues team, Shin. Shin oh, has played yeah. so good, so consistent. Put and him with anyone. Put him with anyone, anyone and he's succeeding. I do, Obvious, yeah. I do want to talk about Pat Maroon, though. If you have more stuff to say about Shen, go ahead. But I, I, I could sit for him. hours about Shen, but I'll try and condense it to like 10 seconds. All right. So basically, I mean, ten. not literally Sorry. 10 seconds, but, you know, if you want to be a dude. Laugh at my joke, Kyle. Always yawning. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So anyways, his hustle, he hits. He's always anywhere the puck is. He's always near. He's taking shots. He's trying to make plays. He's great at passing. I, I'm just very impressed with him, and I definitely think that long term uh, guy right here. Definitely. No, he hit someone hard tonight. I I don't know Hell who yeah. it was. He was forechecking. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was sick. I was... Speaking of the game tonight, uh, can we talk about the game tonight just so I can bring up Austin Matthews and how awesome he is? Yeah, I really like Austin <laughs> Matthews too. I, Austin pa- Matthews is so sick. Not dude. to take away from the Maroon thing, we'll get to that, but I definitely think tonight we definitely limited their chances with Tavares and Matthews. Yeah. They're, they didn't score on the power play, which is 100% a win because yes. that power play is and has been lethal in the league. And I definitely, definitely it's, think it's due to our defensemen stepping up. And when they're in the corners, they're going after the pucks. 
we played physical. Like, Bortuzzo, Tavares was going to get a puck in the corner, and Bortuzzo was just railing him. <laughs> he was just railing him for a uh, lot. But he, uh, was, he, was, uh, he was on the puck. He was on him, and Tavares tried to get it out. He was trying to make plays, and Bortuzzo's not the most skilled guy, but he was laying a body on him, and he did not give him any space. And I think Yo man. and the defensive coach did a very good job of making sure we had those guys circled and we knew where they were on the ice. Yeah, that block by Barbashev with, uh, you know, seconds remaining. The, the block, that six on that four. That was a big play. It was huge. The, the block by Steen, I think that was late in the game. Yeah, yeah. We see a lot of guys on laying Austin down their – Matthews. Yeah, we see a lot of guys laying down their bodies – to take the shot, and I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Anytime Austin Matthews gets that puck on the half wall, God damn it, like, man. oh, Woo! baby, here it comes. Yeah, it's so Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon. Um, oh, we're... this is a this is a hot take. Wait, hot wait, take. wait. So we're just done talking about Austin Matthews do you, after do you have thirty any... seconds? No, it's okay. I was just I just wanted to bring up a point about how uh, this went unnoticed, but he walked Pareka. Very, very beginning of the game on the blue line. Oh yeah, he also he also walked Bortuzzo. He did that. walk Bortuzzo. Bro, Bortuzzo's jock so was dude. off. I apologize because I love Bortuzzo, yeah. but shit. He, All right, we can move on to Oakville native Pat Maroon. Yeah. Wait, he's from St. Louis. He's is he? I think. He oh is. wait, 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 wait. I think he. I think I might have heard that. Wow. Some, I think I might have heard that. Some bald guy was telling me. I, I don't know. That's yeah. So that's weird. weird. There, I don't know. That's, but, kind of gross why would you want to play for your yeah dude what? people ask you for tickets <laughs> yeah why would you want to do that <laughs> it's disgusting locals man dude that's <laughs> locals. <laughs> no it's a pat right. my my hot take on pat Maroon. Hot take. i don't think he's a top six guy i think we tried him out with maroon and Ter- or with o'reilly and tarasenko i don't think it worked out I think tonight he definitely changed that around. I would say without I didn't, tonight, I didn't see the whole game tonight, so I think I can't without, say anything. Okay, no, you can you can give your opinion, but you. Haven't I think seen in the, the game early tonight. in the early games, I would happen to agree with you, but I think tonight he really stepped up. He really made some good passes and made a lot of great plays tonight. And I really think that if they, you know, at this point, they're obviously changing up the lines a lot. But I definitely see him whether it's you know the sixth forward, but he's definitely going to be up there. I if, mean, I. You bring up the one game, but I think what we look for in top six guys is consistency, and I don't think he's shown that yet. The Blues haven't shown that yet. It's very true. Very good point. I very like that. Point. He got your ass. <laughs> Damn. He really got your ass. But I'm just lean back. I, I think because that's my one shining moment. I think. Damn. I think. In the long run, Schwartz goes down with an injury, or you know, uh, another one of top six guys. Throw him in there. I think he can. But then again, From time if, to time, I think he can be a top six guy. If but we, I think long term, he's a bottom six player, which I think is great. If we can put Maroon on a third line, that's fantastic. That's a compliment to our forwards. But I think that's where he belongs. So I'm not going to debate there because I really don't have a big issue with him where he's placed that. I just want our team to do good. So whatever is best for our team, I would love to see. But what I will mention is you mentioned injuries. Does anyone know how Fabry's doing or – any I word was on that? Just about to bring him up. Yeah, I haven't heard a no, goddamn yeah, I thing have, about Fabry. I just remembered him tonight. I was like, oh shit, I for- completely forgot about Fabry. Because if someone does get injured and he's healthy, so obviously he's going to get. When he's healthy, he's going to get introduced back in the lineup, but I don't know when that'll be. They haven't released any updates recently, and I have. We're, we're in the dark. Yeah, I have no idea what happened to Fabry. And I don't even know where he's going to fit in on this team. Because mm-hmm. Kairu's looked great, and he was a guy. Who, who, when training camp started, everyone was like, uh, you know, he might make a push. Who are push. you going to set for the forwards? I mean, it's 
because you got young guys still trying to prove themselves, so you don't want to, you know, get a situation like Thomas to where, oh, he yeah, should he be scratched? Should yeah, because Thomas would still have to go back to juniors. Yes. And you don't want that guy going back to juniors Correct. because it's just, it'd just be a waste of his time. Correct. Mm-hmm. I think Kairou would do great in the AHL, but why send him down if he doesn't deserve to? Why send him down to make a— To make room. To—, to uh, I'm trying to figure out the words for this. Yeah, time. To make an experiment with Fabry. Yeah. Why send him down to the AHL if you're like, maybe Fabry can fit in here? Hmm. And especially with you know Zach Sanford recently coming up, he's looked great in his two games. I was nervous because last year, I did he get injured last year? Yeah, he got injured last year. I, you know, when he first came here, I was kind of you know iffy about the whole thing. But yeah, he, especially with the Shattenkirk trade, and yes. everyone thought we didn't get enough, and and it was just kind of a weird, funky deal, but. You know, he, he definitely had shining moments last year when he was healthy, but there was obviously some, you know, oh, how's it going to work out? But this year, I think he's been pretty damn consistent, pretty good. Now, I do have, what are your pros and cons of the start to this? Go. All right, so pros and cons, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Okay. Um, Let's just start with pros, and then I'll throw out my pros. Pros, uh, I think our power play zone entries have oh, been yeah. noticeably better than last year because that's really the most important part is getting the puck in deep and then setting up from there our power play hasn't been great but it, it's it's along with the team hasn't been great so more time more chemistry will bring i think our power play can be very good in the future i mean as long as there's signs of improvement which definitely i think special teams as a whole has been a huge plus for us definitely and another thing is I mean, the breakout in the defensive zone, superb. We've been if we got the opportunity to get it out, it's getting out. Now sometimes it takes a bit longer, but we eventually do get it out. There's not too, too many times where I'm like, oh shit, why isn't the puck getting out? Now every once in a while, yes, but I think that's definitely better. Our faceoffs, way better than they were last year, and I think that's definitely a great well, opportunity yeah, for sure. Doug Armstrong knew that was a problem and he addressed it, which you really can't ask for more than that. Hell yeah. Now, I think that after the big win tonight, a, a pro is going to be um, like how close the group is, I think. Cause oh, yeah. Beating the arguably the best team in the NHL. On the road. On, on the, the road, road. Yeah. Then you, you go on the team bus, go out to eat, have fun with the guys. It's going to be really good for them. Definitely, definitely. And I also think that uh, defensively, uh, our defense and being comfortable stepping up in the offensive zone to help, whether it's a uh, pass whether it's a shot, you know, definitely just being in the play. I feel like last year we were a bit more sinking back towards the blue line and not so much. I feel like this year we're a bit more aggressive with that, and I definitely appreciate that because that definitely helps out our forwards to put less pressure on them. So special things, we already addressed that. Uh, we got great opportunities. I mean, and no, we, need to, we definitely need to start banking on those opportunities, but I think there's a lot more. You can see us moving the puck around offensively, you know, uh, getting good shots, good quality shots, you know, making the goalie work a little bit harder because it's not just ripping a shot, one guy, Tara, why didn't that go in? Now we're actually getting more movement, and I think that definitely us going further away from just having the fourth line be a bruising line, we have four fluent lines that can go out there and produce some form of offense or get pressure or momentum out there. And uh, definitely yeah. solid play from Allen, game yeah. in and game out. Yeah, he's he's definitely had his moments where – I think all we really need from Jake Allen is to make the big saves when he needs to. You know, 
you, the defense isn't going to be perfect. There, you know, there are going to be times where guys are left alone in the slot. You know, there, there's going to be good scoring opportunities late in games where we need saves. And if we can have Jake Allen make those big saves when it counts, this team, this team's good to go. And I think definitely a good sure sign of that is even in tonight's game against the Leafs, when it was three and one, three to one, it could have gone either way. I mean, they, they started to pick up momentum. Their fans started cheering. Their guys on the bench started getting pumped up. And right as soon as that happened, Bortuzzo gets walked, sadly. And Matthews goes in, and you're thinking, oh, shit, here it goes. You know, yeah. oh, we can't win against them. Here it goes. Yeah, classic blues but no, here. Classic blues, and you're you're worrying about this. Thoughts are going to your head, and Allen stops it. You're like, shit, all right. And then we get back into it. And it's all because you could look at that and say it's a butterfly effect. If Allen makes those just little saves here or there. It's not like he had a million shots on, but they had quality scoring chances that we shut down either defensively or with Allen. And I definitely think that's a huge plus if we keep that going throughout the season. Definitely. Now, negatives. Yeah, the fun stuff. <laughs> now, you, your negatives. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Agreed. That that is our that is our franchise player right there, and he just it visibly looks like he's not in it every night. If Tarasenko had the drive, like uh, like a Crosby or a Malkin, he would score fifty with in his goddamn sleep. But he just he just doesn't have. Tenacity right now. Or do you I think, think I think there's another gear he needs to get into this year. Do you He's think just it's just him yet. adjusting to the new team and the new you know the new players on there? You know him just trying to understand his role now because he was the man in St. Louis for a long time and now he's got to share that spotlight and trying to adjust. Do you think it's just growing pains with him, or do you think it's something personally with him that's been going on for quite some time? Now? I definitely think it's just growing pains. You know we we're gonna get to the middle of the season where. We're going to find some chemistry, and guys are going to adjust to their roles. They're going to know what they need to do to get this team to the playoffs and make this team successful. Tarasenko is going to realize, yeah, we picked up some key pieces, but he's still the guy on this team, and that's just not going to change. I think the thing with him is that other parts of his game are developing more just besides scoring, and I think that's taking away from his scoring a little bit because if you've been watching the games like – He's he's bodying people like he's oh, yeah. hitting. People. He he's gotten a lot of hits. More. Yeah, he's, he's definitely becoming more of a two hundred foot guy. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's what. I mean, the Blues do need scoring from him, but it doesn't hurt to have another guy that can. Yeah, yeah. As much everywhere. as I as much as I love Tarasenko laying people out. Yeah, I would take him firing a shot on net I over. Agree. Yeah, you know, trying to go after a hit or something. Mm-hmm. Now, one of my major cons, it's at the top of my list, is number one, the passing. I think. The passing is just so god-awful. We don't put it to the tape. We're trying to go off the boards too much. We're trying to pass through two or three guys. There's tons of overpassing. Overpassing. Under, we just need to calm it down, simplify the game. Everyone will get there when they get there. Just go for the tape. Try and make the simple play. Don't try and complicate too many things because definitely there's a lot of new systems in place. There's a lot of new players, and I think that will definitely go away as the season progresses. But as of right now, we need we need to pick that up. The passing is just god-awful. And bad passing leads into my second con, turnovers. In the offensive decent, the offensive decent, oh, defensive, defensive defensive zone and the neutral zone, we anytime we turn the puck over, it's a huge chance for the other team, and it's like, oh, we did it again, shit. Like we don't, we need to make sure that if you turn it over, you're gonna get either sat a play or you know, 
you got to understand. Vin, Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn. <laughs> mm-hmm. He definitely stepped up. I mean, he obviously realized, hey, I can't be doing that. I'm, You know, it's my sophomore season, but i got to start picking it up. And he did, and I think he's been tremendous ever since. I, I definitely think it's going to get better over the season when guys start to gel together. Because at this point, I mean, the forwards have kind of more or less looked the same, but the D, has, it's just a complete jumble every night. Who's going to play with who? When they start, you know, my two cents, Don Petrangelo, Edmondson Pareko, who cares on the bottom six? That's a, that's a dirty top four. Portuzo and Schmaltz, I'm okay with that. Yeah, the Portuzo and Schmaltz figure out, really good. Figure out the Bowmeister thing. Yeah, <laughs> trade him. <laughs> but uh, now I obviously, think, I think we could trade Bowmeister. I think we could get some. Give give him get him to a team. Nice a, veteran defenseman. Yeah, you veteran need something? depth D. He's got a year left on his contract. Give him to a team that you know wants some stability on the back end. Some I think leader, we could some, get a, some leadership. He's yeah, been around. We could get some like a third or second round. Now pick. to slowly wrap up the cons, I definitely think all those things, everything can be pointed towards one big problem. It's the growing pains, and I think as the season progresses, like I said, I'm not too worried about the Blues. It obviously sucks when you're losing. I mean, two wins—that's not very impressive to anyone. But I'm not worried about it whatsoever. It's early in the season. I think us, we're, we have to overanalyze it because as a fan, that's all you can do. You yeah. can't. It's very easy to look at two wins on the season and go, well, that's it. Blues are done. Yeah. It's yeah. super easy to do that. Another no. con I'd like to bring up uh, is Enterprise Center. Cause, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, man. It's, uh, you know, they talk about they got a lot of brand new renovations. However... However. They have not finished those reserva- renovations <laughs> just yet. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of concession stands where, like, the menu is just, like, a poster board that they just that looks like they slam together in, you know, the last 20 minutes. And uh, I, I got the privilege to go to opening night, and I heard from one of my friends who went to a preseason game that they were selling edible cookie dough at Scott Trade Center. Enterprise, 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 enterprise. <laughs> now, cookie dough is not normally edible, technically. Technically, because you could get salmonella and die because you're eating raw eggs. But come mm. on, that's a risk. Egg. That. <laughs> that's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay. So I I go to this concession stand, I because it's not at everyone with the poster board. With the poster board. But this is not at every concession stand because this is a delicacy. Yes. This is only about fine dining. four or five places in Enterprise. This is Enterprise Center. This is fine dining. So I pay six whole dollars. Mm. I give the man six dollars cash. That's cheap for stadium food, though. That is. Just can I, <laughs> can I finish my story yes, you can. You can. before you make any assumptions? I'm sorry. I get back what is the smallest clear plastic box I've ever seen. And I'm already thinking, oh, man. Oh, what are they doing? It is about maybe take your regular ice cream scoop and cut that in half. That's about the size of edible cookie dough you get. That's like. And there's edible part. No, sorry. The the cookie dough part. I don't know if they're allowed to call it cookie dough. False advertising. Because it tasted like nothing. There was no flavor. Well, they, I got I got the Oreo cookie dough and oh. the o- like the Oreo parts. There was no flavor. There was nothing. I was it was like I was eating 
powder. It was the wor- it was the worst investment. But you still paid six bucks for I it. I still though. paid six dollars. At the end of the day, that's all that matters because people are still going to buy it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling you, heard it here, folks. First, uh, folks, uh, do not buy the edible cookie dough at all, Enterprise all, Arena. All twenty nine of you. <laughs> all twenty nine of you. The number keeps getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> all fourteen of you. <laughs> if, if you go to Enterprise all, Center, all do not get the edible cookie dough. Because they were also selling a, a dual pack of a box of that cookie dough with water for eleven seventy five, <laughs> and that cookie dough is six dollars. Seven, eight, nine, all right, all right. ten, so eleven. So one of the so to finish off my cons like, real quick, I I know that the cookie dough is a hot topic with you, and I know that's close to your heart. But for me, I paid six dollars. I, I know, <laughs> I, I it's money out of your wallet. But one thing, just give me regular cookie dough at this point. Toy, and make, make what, me what, pay eight dollars and kill me. What, like, what if they just open a thing of Toll House cookie dough, and just stuck their hand in it? I would I would 100% take that over what they gave me and that bullshit little plastic box. They spit in it. I bet the box probably tasted better than what the (laughs) shit they gave me. Damn. Now, uh, more shots from uh, scoring positions in the uh, offensive zone. Mm. I think that's what we need more of because obviously that's going to come along with growing pains, but I think if we get more shots in the slot, if we get more tip-ins, if we get more – more action, more more crease front activity. Commotion. We need commotion. We need mm. commotion. Because there was a couple rippers from our defensemen tonight that did not go in that probably should have because we didn't have any net front presence. You can rip on NHL goalies all day long these hard slap shots. That's not what we need. We need people in front of the net screening them. We need them tipping them. We need I a think, net front I presence. I think a disadvantage of being a Blues player whose kind of role to be in front of the net is – that you're always going to get compared to David Backus when in his prime, oh, my God, you weren't moving that guy yeah. in, front of, out of, oh, yeah. in front of the net. So, I mean, regardless, someone's always going to get, you know, I haven't seen this sort of stuff since David Backus was in town. <laughs> well, now he's like 40 and he sucks at hockey. So, love we love you, David. R.I.P. David Backus. So that's all I've got. Um, yeah. Anybody else got anything? I think to wrap it up is – it's super easy to shit on the Blues right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, two wins isn't great, but uh, there's still so much hockey to be played. So many things to happen. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good after tonight's win, though. I think this is gonna be the turning, the turning. Yes, point I season. definitely agree with that because you know we finished that game, 60 whole minutes, and we did our job. We we played with the lead well. We got the lead. We played with the well, and I think we finished against one of the best teams in the league. Absolutely. At home for them. I think that's tremendous. I'm proud of the win. I'm happy for the guys. And I can't wait to see what we do next week. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, Robert Bortuzzo scored. Robert Bortuzzo did score. Talk about that, yeah. Remember when Chris Butler scored earlier this year? Yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Real quick, I I don't think Chris Butler would be in the NHL if not from being St. Louis. Yeah, if he he wasn't If he was from any other town, I don't think he would get a shot like he does here. But – that's just me. He's a great guy. We love our hometown guys. We love boys. our hometown guys, but I think he's, he's, he's kind of getting hurt. I'm if, pretty sure Chris Butler is the only guy from, from St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, I don't think Pabrin is from St. Louis. No. They, they only – yeah, I don't th- – No, never nobody's ever reminded me. No, 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 I have no clue. No. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I didn't, know. I didn't yeah. see anything about it on Twitter every single day <laughs> since they signed him, right? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen anything like that. I don't that. think – yeah. Yeah. 
That's weird. <coughs> yeah. So I think we can wrap this up. Yeah. So uh, I got nothing else. All I gotta say is let's go blues. Yeah, let's go blues. Uh, let's go blues. Yeah, we. Uh, the Penguins fan said it. You guys hear that? Hold on, before we end, as a Penguins fan, what are your thoughts on the Flyers' new mascot, Gritty? <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, we forgot Gritty. Oh my! Because look, I, I don't know. He got, off, he got off to a rough start. Okay, I didn't. I didn't love his look at the beginning. <laughs> his first game, he completely ate shit. It's <laughs> fucking funny, man. I that love Gritty. I love Gritty. <laughs> but he's gritty, growing on me, honestly. Yeah, like, I no, Gritty's I, in my heart. I like that guy. I saw him the minute he's he came goofy. out, and I was like, I don't like it. And then the second day, I was like, this guy's got a fucking funny. No, 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 the second he ate shit. Yeah, dude, the second he ate shit. It was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this guy's in. I was like, I don't know if this guy knows he's being funny, but he's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. They knew exactly what he was doing. copyrighted material, Kyle. Oh, great. Oh, oh great. Oh, God. <laughs> we got to go. The FBI's on their way right now. All right. Bye. All right. Let's go, you. Blues. Let's go. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>